Hi, I am Daisha Powell, and this is Incognito. Today on Incognito, I am going to be hanging out with Kate, and she's moving mountains. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Kate runs a blog about mental health, and I thought it would be a great idea for her to come on here today and talk to us and give us some ways to cope and understand our mental health better. So please welcome my lovely guest, Kate. Welcome, Kate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem. I'm doing good. Morning started off a little rough, so... Yeah, especially in quarantine, doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be getting easy. It's, it's, I think it's been a challenge for all of us during this pandemic and just wanting to get back outside and back to our normal lives. Yeah, 100%. Usually, like, around this time, I'm, like, hiking or something, mm-hmm. um, but all the hikes are closed, so <laughs> I don't really, like, even to go outside and do something, like, away from people, that's mm-hmm. closed, too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the only safe thing to do is get dressed up and go to Target or the market. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And still then you have face masks on and Germex mm-hmm. and gloves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I was in Target yesterday and this lady, she would not. She would refuse to wear a mask and gloves and they wouldn't let her in Target. You know she caused the scene, you know. You know oh, the cops had to be called. And like, we all want to get things back to normal. Can we just work together and just shh, shush? Just shut Yeah. <laughs> Not breathe in those masks. I my glasses. Exactly. I, it's like, I wear sunglasses because it's always, like, really sunny in the morning. And mm-hmm. I, I can never see anything. Like, as soon as I step out of the car, my glasses are foggy like I just got out of the shower. And I just can't take it anymore. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to wear my glasses, but the glare from the sun is just be in my face. So let's get into the conversation. Give us a rundown on She's Moving Mountains, why it was launched, how it was started. What was your inspiration behind it? Yeah, definitely. So my blog is called She's Moving Mountains. Um, it's a mental health and lifestyle blog. So it's kind of focused on self-care and other like kind of um, things to do to fit around your life, take care of your mental health, do you know self-care check-ins, self-love, everything like that. Um, I started it of April in 2019, so we just hit a year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, March of 2019, so we just, yeah, we're a little bit over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started off as a portfolio for my writing. Yeah. And then most of my pieces were mental health based and so that's what people were starting to connect with and I didn't even know people were reading mm-hmm. because it was just like some WordPress free blog so like I had no idea I thought it was just for me to keep my writing someplace mm-hmm. and then it just kind of evolved and I kept doing all this research and I just learned how to design websites and now it's just this huge thing in my life that I spend every day working on trying uh-huh. to improve and it's been so amazing it's been the best journey Mm -hmm. i can't wait to see where everything goes yeah i'm when i was intrigued when i first saw it too because mental health is such an important thing and having someone at my age running this great blog guys you have to check it out about mental health was (laughs) like this is important like i feel like when you hear about mental health like from psychiatrists like every anyone who's like 10 years plus you're just like 
yeah, like whatever, you don't understand me. But when someone is close in age in you and they relate and that close to you, it's easier for you to read, it's easier for you to listen because you feel as though they relate to you more and they're not like a, just a doubt or like someone older looking down on you or things like that, you know what I mean? 100%. So, I like, get that totally. It's so hard with kind of older generations because they also don't have not only like social media plays a huge part of mental health and so mm-hmm. they don't really have that aspect because exactly. they haven't grown up with it like we have mm-hmm. um and there's also like so much more research like mental health is still a relatively new concept and so biologically the research on it it's they have a lot more to do yeah. um and a lot more different things around the stigma of it mm-hmm. and different people believe different things and so I think just kind of, you know, starting off young um, and being open to everything and open to different diagnosis Mm -hmm. and coping skills and self-care activities, I think that will make it even better. Like, as we grow old and we have our own families that we're able to kind of provide a good basis and help them learn about who they are and how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important when you mentioned social media because social media has caught a different type of mental health like the instagram model well not even the instagram model just like what you're supposed to look like as like an instagram what it, what do they call themselves influencer you know yes. like that yeah, caused yeah. a completely different culture with that itself like yeah i just feel like social media creates well can it create a positive and a negative mental health for yourself so I always try to limit my access to it as much as I can yeah okay so mental health isn't just um oh yeah like that lady's depressed like I'm never depressed like I'm never sad and stuff mental health does not always mean that you need medicine to treat it or you're going through like the end of the like a crisis sometimes it's a trauma from your childhood and you just haven't healed from that properly or it could be a relationship you haven't healed from and it's causing you to have really bad traits or even family drama or things like that so what do you think on that um yeah so everyone has mental health that's one of just like everyone has physical health um it's mental health is Basically, just taking care of your mind, making sure to relax, um, making sure to practice positive self-talk. You can't think about yourself negatively um, all the time. Everyone should be practicing Mm -hmm. self-care. And that's different for everyone. So, I mean, if you're practicing self-care, you really need to evaluate what your needs are Mm -hmm. and go off from there. So self-care is cleaning your room doing your laundry um showering practicing hygiene yeah but it can also be you know the face masks and painting nails and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um it's just it's kind of evaluating what you need and it is can be designed for to every different person Mm -hmm. so when People often say, oh, like, I don't have mental health issues. Oh, I don't have mental health. That's wrong. Yeah. Every person has mental health. And every person struggles with it at some point. Mm-hmm. That can even be because, you know, finals week and you're stressed out. That's your mental health. Um, and I think that's something that's important for everyone to kind of understand and realize. 
that you don't need to have a mental illness to focus on your mental health. Exactly. A mental illness has a completely different category. That is, yes. Does mm-hmm. it go with your mental health? Yeah, but yeah. like, it's just like, you know, like physical diseases go with your physical health. Mm-hmm. Ment- like, it's the same thing. I mean, um, some of them you're born with, some of them you, you develop. It's mm-hmm. the same thing as, you know, your physical health. And mental illness goes with your mental health, but it is not. When you take care of your mental health, you're not, you know, taking care of your mental illness. Exactly. You could have a negative mental health and not have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that, biggest myths of uh, mental health is that, you know, they don't have to take care of it because they yeah. don't have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. When that's so far from the truth. Exactly. And it's sometimes to, like, take time out and treat treat yourself, you know, like, really step back and say, like, am I okay? How am I feeling? And things like that. And sometimes when I do it, like, I would get emotional sometimes because I would be neglecting some feelings that i just been feeling and just been pushing it off, pushing off. Oh, it get better by itself. Like, oh, that's not a problem. But it is. And it's going to keep coming up and keep bothering you. And that's why I always say, like, after breakups, like, okay, I know your heart is aching, but, like, mentally you need to be prepared, you know, to just release it all. And that takes time. I never encourage anyone to think like oh I can do whatever I'm I'm single now like I think that's such a bad like mindset just in general because I think okay like I am single so what can I do to get myself better for my next person or just for myself in general you know like I want to better my health and myself and my mind because after breakups or like friendships or anything like that that really causes I think that causes a lot of mental health problems like with with a lot of people so let's talk about when we know it's time to reach out and when it's time to ask for help yeah definitely so with this I always try to emphasize that you are your biggest advocate um I have seen multiple therapists I've seen gone to doctors and before they just sometimes they don't understand as much as you would like them to mm-hmm. whether it's because you're holding back all the information you know for whatever reason or maybe sometimes older generations don't pay attention enough mm-hmm. um, I once had a female doctor I reached out to you to try to get some medication because I knew you know therapy coping yeah. skills it wasn't working enough for me to get out of my house uh-huh. and she thought I was being overdramatic and recommended art therapy. Um, wow. Like... Yeah, and so that, I think art therapy can be a great thing, but mm-hmm. for me, necessarily, that's not what I needed at that point. I yeah. needed to be with a doctor that was going to work with me to mm-hmm. find a medication because that is what I needed. My brain was too imbalanced. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that's not the right course for every person. And so definitely just advocating for what you need at that time. Uh, reaching out, there are resources online. Mm-hmm. There are, and that would be really helpful for quarantine. Yeah. Um, if you are in high school, middle school, whatever, and you don't know where to go, mm-hmm. school counselors are great. Um, they will help you navigate everything. Most schools have a school psychologist as mm-hmm. well. College campuses... Depending on your campus, they have so many resources. Yes. 
Um, even if they don't have resources on campus, they will refer you to someone off campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and even going on websites, like I go on Psychology Today, and that's how I find my therapists or doctors. Yeah. Um, psychiatrists are usually for medication. Mm-hmm. And so if that's what you decide for as your um, kind of yeah. next step mm-hmm. in treatment uh that's when you'd probably see them but i personally i think every person can can benefit from having a therapist Uh uh-huh yeah if we all went to therapy i think the world would be a little (laughs) bit nicer Uh um even therapists have their own therapists exactly i don't think people realize how common therapy is and how helpful it is Mm -hmm. to I mean, I go to therapy, and I can talk about what's going on, like, in my week, if it's a big week or something, um, like a breakup or finals week or whatever, but I also do a lot of work with trying to open up and becoming vulnerable and working on my trust issues, Uh Um, and I think everyone has something like that, whether they've adapted to life and Mm-hmm. had that negative uh trait yes or you know trauma whatever mm-hmm. affected it um I think that therapy can be so helpful and if you go to therapy and it doesn't seem to be your cup of tea that usually <laughs> means you need a different therapist exactly exactly and, and it's okay too to not have like your first therapist or your first time going and it's not you're not a match with them that is okay just shop around you know yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy on and off since fifth grade. Yes. I think I've seen four or five therapists. Uh-huh. Um, and I need there's different types of therapy. Mm-hmm. Like you can even there are therapists um, focused in art therapy, and that can be helpful for some people. I, um, you know, I do a lot of focus on talking therapy and just in person weekly sessions mm-hmm. to kind of look back to my childhood. Um, and how I grew up with mental illnesses and how I adapted on my own and kind of, you know, trying to refix that Mm -hmm. because I adapted to survive and not thrive. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And that's a huge (laughs) thing is most people adapt to survive, but with therapy, you can adapt to not only survive, but thrive. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Uh That is one of my favorite things is knowing that that is possible. Yeah. When you mentioned being an advocate for yourself. And you realized that when a doctor told you that you were being overdramatic, what step did you go from there? Because if someone's listening, like, well, someone told me that too. Like, what do you think they should do after that? Um, so with that, it kind of made me doubt myself. Yes. Um, just because I grew up with this negative self-stigma that I shouldn't be dealing with all of this and that I was doing a poor job handling it. Mm-hmm. When really, I think I was doing the best I can looking back. Um, I did, I felt defeated. I felt not heard. Mm-hmm. And so I just honestly went online and researched and I, the amount of times I have done research or looked up or read books or whatever about anxiety disorders, I think would be, have to be more than a (laughs) hundred. I have done every bit of research I possibly could growing up 
just so I can teach myself things mm-hmm. um, until I was given an opportunity to see a new therapist or a new doctor. Yeah. Um, now, looking back, I didn't know about online therapy. That wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. And that's weird to say because I'm only 20. Exactly. But, like, it's literally, it's a new yeah. concept. Uh-huh. Um, and so I would definitely recommend that. There are, you know, online therapy options. And so if your doctors are not listening to you, I recommend going on online therapy and finding a platform or even just doing research to help yourself and then look for a therapist in person or another doctor. Mm-hmm. You can continue to, you know, keep finding someone until they listen to your voice because you know what's right for yourself and you know what you need you just need the professional assistance to guide you exactly and i think that's what therapists do most of the times like we come there with our our checkboards or our like scribble or uh puzzles i'll call them and then mm-hmm. they help us you know put like the thousand piece puzzle together or like the ten thousand piece puzzle together and it helps us clarify you know everything like one time i went to my therapist just talking about my day and then I go and talking about something that happened to me when I was six years old and it's just like when you have a great therapist and you connect with them they understand you and it I like I didn't find my therapist for a while like I just kept like you're you're, I just I don't feel good here like I don't like you 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 can talk to them but you can't really open up to them you know what I mean like you feel like some things you can't say and there's still a wall up like I just like being just so like bland like here I am like just butt naked like just look at me like this is all who I am and I feel like that's important and if you're really going through it and understanding the different coping skills and stuff like that and just really think about things before you take it to the I don't want to say it like sound insensitive because I've never been to that extreme before but sometimes like just scream or just step back before you make that that indecision you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like just like healthy coping skills can mean so many things you know exercise and maybe you just need to like like get it out like just get just exercise run, right run and run just run. get out like put those shoes on and just if someone thinks you're a wacko running down the street it don't okay. matter it, yeah it don't matter just run just find a find a new recipe go to the grocery store just just don't binge eat though like don't overeat but find something that you you have to try before try something new look beyond your phone pull out a book like get get your mind situated don't try not to forget like that I am I'm not the only one feeling like this and always just think that like someone someone been through this before or hop on your laptop like I do and just type away like you do you know like it's okay to feel like hopeless because we all been there before you know the bottom of the pit you know the bottom of the food chain actually like and self-harm you know drug use overeating you know couch potato world like that is not going to help you feel better. Yeah. And it's so hard once you get to that point in dealing in a poor way, it's hard Mm -hmm. to stop it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's what, if you are, you know, dealing with it in a negative way, that's okay. That's what maybe you've, um, observed someone else do, but know that you don't have to deal with it that way. Uh huh. And just kind of, you know, you are your own person. You're not anyone else. You can adjust 
to what you need and what mm-hmm. you need is going to be different than someone else exactly. and what helps you is going to be different from someone else mm-hmm. and what you're dealing with is different <laughs> from someone uh-huh. like you are you you are you yeah. you can't what i don't even know what i'm trying to say you can't um look at someone else and you know do what they're doing you have to try new things and adjust to what you are mm-hmm. you're not alone in what you're going through other people are going through it yeah but different things will help you then they exactly. will help others uh-huh you can't try to use oh well she used journaling to cope with hers and then you try journaling and you you're upset or you feel like that it didn't work for you so maybe try something else you know like mm-hmm. try a new activity don't just if you you can ask for advice you can ask for tips not saying you can't but and you can try those tips but if it don't work do not give up on yourself because that yeah you, you're we're always growing we're always changing you know so don't ever give up because one thing didn't work you got to keep keep striving for the best for yourself and that is important when it comes to mental health do what's best for you don't keep giving like if someone's like I don't if someone's out there and you're in a bad like bad home with someone right now or if you're in a bad environment just try to stay escape from that is like as far as you can or go to a place you feel is safe in a house and just cry if you need to you know write down things you need to read a book if you need to listen to music just to get away I know we can't go far in this current pandemic but let's just try and do what we can, the best that we can do. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And time heals all. Time, it, it does. Time really heals all. Uh, ways to feel empowered in your journey. Yeah, some definitely. Affirmations. Tell us about your, some books and journaling. and. Yeah. So I am a, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. So I write, um. It can be stories, essays, poems, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of people aren't writers. Um, Some people like to read. Um, I read a lot of self-help books. I read um, a lot of poetry books. And I take a marker and a pen and I, you know, highlight parts I feel really connected with. I write notes and I just kind of take other people's words when I can't find my own words Mm -hmm. to describe something Mm -hmm. um and so I highly recommend you know poetry books stuff like that um yeah there are online resources online therapy there are financial aid programs if you cannot afford online therapy Mm -hmm. um so really there are you know things out there to help there are things out there you just have to go out and find it Mm -hmm. um yeah and really just I'm a words person, and so everything I do is related to words. I mean, based from the music I'm listening to, to the books I'm reading, to Mm -hmm. the things I'm writing, to, you know, like, whatever it is, um, I'm a books kind of words person. Uh, Not everyone is. A lot of people love to exercise. A lot of people create amazing works of art. Mm -hmm. Um, Others, I've seen, like, dive into you know, movies and TV shows and, mm. like, the artistic of that. It's basically whatever whatever you feel connected to mm-hmm. and using that to support yourself, if that makes sense. No, yeah, I totally get that. Like, um, what I do personally is I like to make candles. 
like when I feel as though I am having like my I feel as though everything is falling apart it might be not falling apart but one day I wake up and I didn't take my b12 or something is off in my brain I pull out my candle kit and I make candles and it's the most sensual thing (laughs) that I can do because if I don't it like when I ran out of wax one time I felt terrible like oh my god like I don't have wax I can't make my candles like what am I gonna do now like and I was just freaking out and I learned so if I don't have my candle wax I I, when I didn't have my candles I just got my books so I always keep two options there for myself just in case you know and like you said like you're writing and words and stuff and I think that's great and we're, we're gonna share some books and we should make we're gonna make a playlist let's make a playlist of music For, you know, you guys, it's Mental Health Mom Fan. I think some some good songs on the playlist would be good to share. You know, Katie with the words. And, you know, getting that out there because affirmations, if you need it, like, they're there. You can search them up online, like she said, with the words, the poetry books, everything. And I'm sure um, after this, in, in the description, I'll, I'll have a long like, list of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Lots <laughs> of resources I'll share. Mm-hmm. So we got you guys, and you know, it's okay to feel vulnerable. And it's okay to not feel like yourself. And it's oh fucking gay to cry like even if you have to look at yourself in the mirror like just to see like your feelings across your face yeah no sometimes like yeah you can't like connect with how you're feeling and Mm -hmm. so that can be helpful exactly like that's that's one of the things i do too is like i would just like listen to a song that makes me really emotional and just start crying (laughs) so i think that ends our discussion today with kate yeah thank you so much for having me and where can we find you on the social media platform okay so on instagram it's kate's moving mountains my blog is www.she'smovingmountains.blog mm-hmm. and i am she's moving mountains blog on facebook if you need me on any other twitter yeah. pinterest whatever <laughs> all those links on my website Check it out. Send me a DM. Message me. Follow me. I will follow back. We will support each other. And I can kind of hope you maybe check in with yourself because it's kind of hard to remember to do that, especially with how busy life is. Mm -hmm. And she's very easy to talk to, guys. Trust. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on the show today. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Kate, and I hope that you're learning, you learned something from our conversation. I know I did, and I hope that some of the things that you learned, you can use for yourself in the future, or you can use for yourself now, because mental health is something that we all deal with, and as a community, we should come together and be able to drive out and understand each other as boy, girl, or whatever you are to understand that we all have mental health and mental health is a universal thing and that you are not alone and we are all in this together. So I hope you love that conversation. I can't wait to have you back here for next week of next Friday episode of Incognito. Bye. Mm-hmm.